Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. Aaron? Hey, we finally got it. Welcome, right, welcome yeah. listeners. There we go. Yeah, how do you, well, now, what, what, this is new to me. What, what's your thing called? <laughs> Let's get started here. I'm Aaron Rollins, and this is Southeast Third. Uh, I'd like to welcome my special guest, John Pimentel. It took me about 10 minutes of playing with this app to try to figure it out. And come to find out that even though that we are both regulars on the Big Beefing Show, and I hate that I just said that, even though we're both regulars on that show, we weren't friends on Anchor. So uh, thank you, John, for joining me tonight. Always, oh yeah! Right when you favored me, I favored you right back. Like, all right, there we go. Now we're and that's all we needed to do. (laughs) We're uh, we're without our captain, I guess. I I, you would say, you know. Oh, forget him. We're on our own show right now. (laughs) So yeah, let's let's do this real quick for all our listeners. If you listen to the Big Beefed Show, then you um you're probably aware, or if you're not aware, we're gonna fill you in that uh my brother. John's good friend is on vacation in California. He's celebrating his 10th year anniversary with his wife. So we're going to cut him some slack and uh, pick up the slack where he's leaving off. Well, well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, hopefully, you know, he's having a good time. He's not just, well, you know, you, you hope, you know, you know, Shane's a workaholic. So you hope he's out there having fun, not going, man, I hope these guys are doing something, not just, ah, uh, no, you know what, let's just skip it. Sticking around, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to skip it. They're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's you just so like, damn it. Like, they're not going to do that. They're just going to jack around like, yeah. damn it. It's like they're not putting out any content. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, you, did you have some kind of format for tonight? Do you have anything? Actually, yeah. You know, so uh, what I'd like to do, um, and maybe we can translate this over to Shane's show, is do segments. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. See it happen on uh, radio shows all the time. And I'm not saying I'm trying to copy a radio show. I'm just trying to follow a successful formula. And one of those is segments. So let's do a segment real quick. You brought it up before. Let's call it Front Street. Um, so I'm, I'm doing like set. This is Southeast Third and, and Southeast Third Street is the street that Shane and I and my sister all grew up on. Um, so this is Front Street and this is where you put somebody on blast. So, John, you want to kick us off and put somebody on blast today? <laughs> I mean, you called me out on it. I could have, I could have done this like thirty minutes ago. I had like, I'm, always, you know, I'm always ready to put someone on blast. But God, when you can put on the spot, you trying to pick, <laughs> you're trying to pick a good one, you know? Well, no, that's that's my man. If you don't have anything, I do. Go ahead, you go first. And I'll try to think of something. All right, so putting somebody on Front Street, and I've already said on my brother's podcast. Uh, who my employer is, and I'm not going to try to drag their name through the mud, but Evans Enterprises, uh, I'm working there, and um, we had an accident the other day, and man, I got to say that it was my fault. I, I got popped with an arc flash, and it burned my hand really bad, and it was uh, it was a demotivating experience, you know, because it was very risky. I could have been killed if that arc flash had actually touched my body and not just blown against my body that amperage would have killed me. My heart would have stopped. That's, so, man, that's just, crazy. Yeah. that's just crazy, though, that y'all are working with that much power, you know, that could kill yeah, you. So, you know, it's so crazy. John, I don't, I don't know if, John, I don't know if you've ever had it explained to you how amperage and voltage works, um, but let me just give you a basic idea. If you, if you get shocked by voltage, it can cause your muscles to tense up, and what will happen is, is whatever you're touching that's – that's putting voltage into your body, you're very likely just going to grab it and hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And that's how, people, that's how people get really hurt by voltage. With amperage, it's different. It takes less than one amp to stop your heart from beating. And if that amperage gets you, not only does it hurt you from touching you, it hurts the inside of your body. And so I was very lucky because I had four amps I had four amps going into this thing. So four times the amount that could stop your heart was what I was working on. And I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to hurry and we had an accident happen and there it is. But I'm you, just going to put, go ahead. You, you would think cause you work with such a dangerous environment with that much voltage or amperage that you think they go, Hey guys, move quickly, but carefully or you know something like that. Not, Hey guys, come on, come on guys. <laughs> you know, it just seems like any other job they're rushing, but but sir, we, we could die if we rush, you know. Well, they were uh, re- uh, reminded of that fact uh, on Friday morning when this happened to me. So um, I just want to, you know, I'm going to put my my repair manager on blast, and I'm not going to say his name because that's kind of kind of kind of mean. He's not he's not here to defend himself. So uh, my repair manager, when this happened, uh, he was in the shop and. He was towards the back and I had a wind generator on my uh, metal slab. We call it the pad. And I had a wind generator that I was running power to. Now I had already done the test for the wind generator itself, which took an hour and a half. So I had uh, around 600 amps going into that generator for about an hour and a half. So I I didn't mess up there. And then I put on a fan and uh, that fan ran about four amps and I tested it for about 10 minutes and I didn't mess up there. But when I got to the second fan and I could uh, see that people were trying to get this done, I had a deadline. I had to, We were trying to, to test the generator, have it painted, and have it put on the truck by like 
three or four o'clock, which that's kind of an unrealistic expectation. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just not fair to the people that have to do the work because like what happened with me is I end up trying to hurry. And when I try to hurry, I don't think of everything. And then what happens? My, my job is the most dangerous because even though other jobs like the mechanic work and the assembly work and the teardown work, you can all get seriously injured. It ain't going to kill you. My job, you, you'll die if you fuck up bad enough. And that was demonstrated on Friday morning when that arc flash burned my hand really bad. And so um, back to the story, my repair manager is in the building. And when this arc flash happened, an arc flash is bright. It's, it's like a miniature explosion. And um, I, for a second, man, I thought I was back in Iraq again and that pipe bomb went off that was right next to my truck. I had a little bit of a moment. And so um, at first what it did is it knocked out my sight and then my ears started to ring and it, it was really hot. It was really hot. It's like I had just walked into an oven and um, I thought I was dead and I didn't see anything that had happened immediately after that. I tried to clear my head because my hand was hurting. I walked around a little bit and uh, my, my supervisor and the guy that was with my supervisor that were right next to me that saw it happen, came over and checked on me and said, hey, man, you need to sit down. You need to relax. Uh, one of the guys turned the machine um, off so they wouldn't supply any more power, which it had tripped anyway, so it wasn't going to happen. But he was just being safe. Um, and they, they got me to sit down, and they were checking on me, and they were talking to me, trying to make sure that I was okay. And my repair manager, he starts walking up. And before he comes over to talk to me, he looks at that generator. He looks to see how much damage I've caused to it, which was very minimal. Let me say that. He looked over at that generator and saw to try to see what was wrong with it. And then he looked over at me and went over to my supervisor and said, hey, is he all right? And then he left. And then he went back to the generator to see what was wrong with it, if there was anything wrong with it. To me, that felt like a slap in the face. Like, I could fucking care less about you. I'm going to go see how much damage was done to this $70,000, $80,000 piece of equipment we got sitting over here. Like, I'm not worth more than that. Yeah, that, that really got under my skin. And I want to put him on Front Street for that shit. Man, man, that, man that's just so sorry, though, man. Like, even if you're thinking that, you know, you still play it off. Like, well, let me go talk to him first. You know, I want them to think that I care about this more, even though I do. You know, he still should, yeah. you know. You could have at least demonstrated a concern for my yeah, well-being. You know, that sounds like bullshit. You know, like, oh, you should. If you were incoherent at times, you go, oh, is the machine okay, though? Is, is that okay over there? Did I break it? Uh, no, I wasn't okay. I had burned my hand really, really bad. Yeah, you know, how is your hand doing, by the way? So I was able to take uh, the wrap off of it today and actually work, and that really helped because um, at first you could see the muscle tissue but it's healed up enough to where that's covered up. And so the, the real pain is gone. And I just take Motrin, um, take 600 gram, milligram Motrin like it's freaking candy. Man. And that helps That helps the pain. So, but you only have like one burn mark, right? The, the spot, right? Um, well, yeah, it's only on my left hand. And it kind of burned the skin around it. Because, you know, a second degree burn is just bad. But um, it didn't uh, – it didn't – burn like my knuckles or my elbow it burned all the hair off my arm that's that crazy. was kind of weird. when you see yeah. that crazy that like, all your hair is like 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 you crispy smell it yeah. did, you, did you smell it your hair burnt did you so, smell it? yeah when, when the when the pop happened and that flash happened i breathed in burnt air and that caused me to have a dry uh, irritated throat oh. for a little while. uh i you know i hydrated and got over it but that was i just breathed in the electricity is what i breathed in at first mm-hmm. Man, it's, it's, 
this is crazy. Like that, that to me, like people don't understand that when you hear it. But man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like been... power, you know. Yeah, and my brother uh, said that he told our dad about it, and our dad was like, "That's bullshit." <laughs> He's so mad that uh, that accident happened to me. But um, you know, they're they're taking a different approach with how I do my job now. They're giving me a lot of safety equipment and uh, really paying attention to my needs when I'm working that job because you know it almost got me killed. The fact that I didn't have what I should have had. So, so you didn't have everything you needed anyway that you're supposed to have. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm supposed to have insulated gloves. I'm supposed to have a fire retardant jacket. Um, I'm supposed to have uh, something like a, oh yeah, they just got me this wand. So there's this wand. Like if you even put it close to electrical current, it goes off. And so if I keep that on my shirt and I'm working around things and it goes off, then I know I'm in a dangerous area. Well, I'm glad they thought about this stuff. After. After the fact? Oh, yeah. You know, did, well, this whole fucking company is all reactive and not progressive, man. You know, did they know you could need that stuff? Or did they know you Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one just heard over there. They don't need no, that no. stuff. Uh, so the, the guy that ended up coming in and taking control of all of our procedures, uh, I'm not going to say his name either. He's not here to defend himself. So uh, the guy that ended up coming in and taking over how we do business. Uh, he, he went to our plant manager and he talked to him and he was like, Hey, I can make things so infinitely better in this place because I've been in this industry for 30 years. I, I know what people want to hear and I know what to say and I know how to make things more efficient, blah, blah, blah. He just, he really started telling him what he wanted to hear. And, um, anyway, he came in and he started like making things run the way he wanted to. And so he comes to me. So he's our head honcho now at our location. There's nobody higher than him other than our CEO. Mm-hmm. And he comes down in a while. But anyway, um, this guy that's uh, – he's now our production supervisor. Um, he shows up to me on Monday because he wasn't there Friday. And he says, you have any idea how lucky you are? And I said, yeah, I'm not dead. He said, yeah, it could have killed you. And you're lucky that all you have was a burn because I've seen how bad it can be on some other people. And when he said it and the look on his face, I realized that. 